That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few or a few thousand times, this podcast is for you. If you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you're finished listening. I'm Jean McDonald, and I am here with my good friend and co-host James Dempsey. Um, James, how are you doing today, and have you done your weekly review? Um, I'm doing fine, and I've done a semblance of a weekly review. Okay, that counts. So I've reviewed some things um, and closed out some projects that I had lingering, so that was very good. That's exciting. And my inbox is down to, email inbox that is, is down to 27 messages. Ah, you beat me, even though I made a valiant attempt. Um, I uh, spent some time today, so uh, I decided that since... uh, you know, as I'm putting together my new getting things done uh, strategies after declaring OmniFocus bankruptcy, um, that one thing I can definitely be doing is clearing out that inbox before we record and making sure I've done at least my best job there. So today, um, using Maelstrom again, which I have to say, I'm very um, attached to for several reasons, but Maelstrom helps me to just, you know, crank through a lot of stuff that I can delete multiple emails I know I don't want or archive multiple emails that I do want. And I am down to 108 messages of which 25 are unread. And um, we were kind of kidding around before we started recording because I was looking at the list and saying, oh, no, I can delete one more. Or like this one, a sound was played on your iPhone 8 Plus. <laughs> I totally <laughs> don't need that email. But, uh, we, we, you know, the buzzer buzzer went off. The buzzer went off. And, and that's it. We have to put our pencils down and report the true state of our inbox. Um uh, which I'm finding very helpful that we have sort of circled back to at least talking about that every week because it's it's definitely kind of symbolic of getting things done. And it's also very helpful to not have an overflowing email inbox. Absolutely. Um, but today when I was digging through um, – and basically, I have a pretty uh, straightforward strategy now that I use with Maelstrom. Um, it will sort everything by sender and and show you by sender um, the number of emails. Like it'll sort it in, in by uh, you know from top number of emails to smallest number of emails. So if somebody has sent you 25 emails and you know you don't really care about any of those emails, you can delete 25 all in one swoop. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really appreciate about it. So to so I do that. I look um, for things that I can just delete or that I can just archive. I have a pretty simple rule now about delete versus archive. Um, I archive things that are from actual human beings regardless of how mundane or um, silly they might be, I think, well, I certainly have the room to archive email that like that. And I delete um, automated generated emails, unless they're for something that is actually, you know, of serious significance to me, like a, a power bill, 
or a reminder of something that I have coming up that's going to expire, that something that I need to actually take an action. So, so that makes it easier to just, you know, comb through the list and delete a lot of stuff or archive stuff and get it out of the inbox. Um, if it's um, something that I can um, unsubscribe from, I do that. And I have been unsubscribing from a lot of stuff that I used to think, oh, I kind of need that, or I kind of want to still have that. But you know what, I can always go to that website and probably find that information if I ever need it. And I don't need it sitting in my inbox or even my archive. Um, so getting rid of a lot of email subscriptions that had sort of, you know, piled up over the years mm -hmm. has made things a lot easier. Um, but then there's this category of email that resists being dealt with because it's kind of out of my hands. And a prime source of this email is from people who think they have my email address on Gmail. So on Gmail, I just have my name. And I got it, you know, years and years ago. And so mm -hmm. I, apparently I was the first Gene McDonald that signed up for email um, on Gmail. And I thought, this is good. It's straightforward, you know. And I really regret to this day that I didn't pick something a little bit more unique because um, Gmail doesn't recognize like periods, but there's apparently a lot of people who think they have gene.mcdonald. Mm -hmm. There's people who think they have gene.mcdonald at gmail.com. There are, and I get things that I can, I can, so I can unsubscribe from some of these things and I just do, you know, it's a real estate newsletter from Scotland. Yay. I mean, <laughs> or it's, uh, in fact, most of my email that comes because of this mistaken identity, it comes from Canada, Scotland, and Australia, where all the Scots are hanging out, you know. And you probably get this as well. I definitely do. In fact, I have, I keep a little folder of <laughs> misaddressed emails just because it kind of amuses me. That's true. So I've been... Yeah, I've been invited to family barbecues yeah, from too. people. I've been uh, <laughs> reminded to sign the permission slip for a field trip. Um, just recently, I was given the final details of some race. Okay. We're meeting at such and such a time. And, and that one was one of the great ones where um, the person puts all of your email, like, they send it out to a bunch of people and it's not BCC'd. Oh, no. So then I end up, I, I have all the information, all the back and forth about this. Even though I did send out to the original person, I always try to let Me them too. know, um, you know, you have the wrong address. But I've also, I mean, I've gotten, I've been on the alumni mailing list for the University of Colorado. Um, <laughs> for a while, I was finding out every time some guy in uh Ireland booked uh, a hotel room i yeah. was getting his confirmations um <laughs> and and in those cases like you have no idea you can't fix that right you, you can't can, fix it exactly cuz it comes in it usually has like a no reply uh -huh. um and so you have no no idea what to do and then yeah so that happens on a fairly regular basis and I usually try to fix it if I can, let them know. And if I can't, then 
I usually file it for amusement purposes. <laughs> you know, you just gave me a really good hack because a part of it is just the being annoyed part. And if I was filing them as um, a source of entertainment for myself and just to see how many I would get and how varied the various notices and invites would be, um, it might be kind of amusing. But these Gene McDonald's do a lot of traveling that I'm also jealous of, right? <laughs> you know, these these hotels and these resorts and these Airbnbs. But uh, the one that was really amusing to me was uh, one of them had booked a tour of the Vatican. And and the the, tour, the email had an iCal invite in it, which went into my calendar, I guess, automatically. <laughs> so it's like two in the morning and my phone like goes off. <laughs> and it's like, your tour of the Vatican is starting in 30 minutes. I'm like, and I wake up, I'm like, do I have a tour of the Vatican? Wait, no, I don't. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in Portland, Oregon. I'm not uh, in... Rome. So, yeah, I'm scratch sorry. that Oh, off. God, how am I going to get to the Vatican in 30 <laughs> minutes? I'm on the West Coast. Yeah. But so here, so, so one of the ones that's most annoying to me, though, right now is somebody who has an Amazon account. Okay. And they only order stupid games for their Android. I mean, the stupider, the better. Um you know, like Candy Crush is like a great intellectual exercise compared to some of what the, these other games sound like. So casual games, and I get the receipts for those, which are free. Their games are all free, but I get receipts. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I, I am not using my Gmail address for my Amazon account. That would be stupid person out there who's using my Gmail address <laughs> for an account that's tied to a credit card. But and I have actually gone on Amazon into their help chat, and I had like a half an hour back and forthing with people uh, saying, like, this is not me, and this, um, but that is my email address. I was worried about doing it because I didn't want them to mess up my Amazon account, right? Right, right. And so, um, anyway, so they said they fixed it, but. Of course they didn't, because now I'm getting them again. And there were a couple in my email box today um, for things like Puppy Beauty Salon. And, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe maybe that- I should just create a uh, um, another folder just for, like, silliest games I've ever heard of and just use them. Do you know if uh, Puppy Beauty Salon is available on iOS, too? Because... No, I'm so intrigued. <laughs> yeah, hot. Oh, yeah, here's one called Hot Diggity Dog Mutiny. Yeah, we should check that out. Oh, this one. It, oh, I take that away. I take that back. That's an actual order that I made. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? It was a dog toy for my friend David and Jesse Chartier. It sounds like a dumb game, though, doesn't it? It Never does, mind. but it, uh, <laughs> it does sound very, like, hot diggity. Is, that's a great name. Yeah. Um, it, was a, it was a stuffed champagne bottle toy for their dog, Oscar, who I love. Um, so, yeah, that's, um, well, that's embarrassing. 
but <laughs> no, that's great. That is fantastic. Well, this shows you the problem, though, is that I can't. I, I don't. I haven't figured out any way to filter these out, right? Because right. they're from Amazon. I have to get them, and I and then the names even like aren't a good. <laughs> they aren't a good. Um, yeah. So here's one. It's called Toy Box Party Blast Time Match Crush Tune Cubes for zero dollars. Wow. Actually, purchased on my birthday, but not for me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know what to do about these. That I, I mean, I could go back to Amazon. Um, I thought of a really devious thing to do, which I, I'm not doing, which is go in and change their password. Um, I think I, I would be able to do that. <laughs> because well, how would you know their password? It, I, I could say I lost my password. Oh, I see. I don't know what that, that is. That's too devious. That's too devious, Jean. Yes. It, it's just not in my nature to be that devious. Also, while it's probably not fraud exactly, it's just sounds I, a little. I think oily. it violates something that's probably on the books somewhere. Okay. Well, Amazon, I'm not doing that. But um, anyway, so the reason I'm bringing this up, because it's, it is it is a naughty problem, um, a lot of these things, too, people sign up for the most personal things with their Gmail addresses. Like, I've got bills for therapists from New Brunswick. I got, you know, like, um, I got things like um, insurance, you know, people, their insurance company sending mm -hmm. them information. And I'm like, okay, I need to do something. Um, but really what I want to say is for everybody out there, um, try not to use a really generic name, even if it's your own, because you're, you have no way to, um, stop this stuff from coming in. And I mean, I, I wish I had chosen something like Gene McDonald 385, you know, it sounds dumb, but at least it would have been unique. Mm -hmm. Um, and so. of course, I think with uh, Maelstrom, you can send that, like the things that are coming in from, say, a therapist's office, you can send to a black hole. Mm -hmm. um, but things from a common service like Amazon, where you get valid email, then it's definitely a problem. Um, I guess the other thing would be when you sign up for things, it's good to use your correct email address. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's a hot tip from the weekly review. Hot tip. <laughs> um, or if you'd like Gene and James to know all about your whatever therapy appointments. And your you vacations. Now, you now know what emails to use. Um, yeah, I for a while was getting some somebody's doctor appointment confirmations. Yeah. Um, and then uh, a massage therapist in Texas. Mm. I was getting their newsletter. Oh, nice. I'm sorry I didn't get those massages in Texas. I know. It's a long <laughs> way to travel. By the time you get back after the plane ride, you're all tense again anyway. So yeah. I had to knock those out. I think it would be it could be a fun film, like a a little short documentary where we go and we try to actually take advantage of the things that we've been signed up for. Um holidays and <laughs> i think actually the best ones would just be family reunions yes um, I, because i think people would 
would think it's pretty funny, especially when they hear our names. Um, I think showing up for like one of those barbecues would be pretty, pretty yeah. amusing, yeah. especially because you, you like you, you'd bring something. Right? Oh yeah, we, we'd bring like, something. We'd, like oh well, here's some coleslaw. Or, well, they usually tell you what to bring. <laughs> that's also true. My, I sent one. It was like you know. Uh, Arizona State University tailgate party, family tailgate party, and it was all these sisters, and they and they were saying, okay, well, we're going to bring this, you know, number of bottles of wine, and you bring this number of cases of beer and whatever. And I forwarded it to my sister, and I said, are we sure we're not related to them? Because <laughs> they said they seem to be having the same kind of party spirit that our family has. <laughs> Well, uh, I mean, somewhere along the line, you're probably related. That's true. So as we've been talking, I did think of something that would make sense for at least as a filter and possibly for a black hole is Amazon.com does not have my email address as for me. So, so I mean, they don't have my Gmail address. So anything that comes to my Gmail address from Amazon.com can't be from my account. It's from this nameless person who plays android games all the time that's right well that's a great idea i had it was my assumption you're using the same uh email account for well you were using it for yours mm -hmm. and they were using yours for their account but if you have a different account yeah that makes it a lot a lot easier yeah i'm gonna <clears throat> just for fun since i will make a email rule and and for that and i bet it will uh you know, show me what's, but yeah, I'd like, I'd like those to, well, black hole, I don't know if that's the right way to go. So black hole is a feature of Sanebox. And there's also a block um, option in Maelstrom. And you would never see an email um, from a certain sender if you did it that way. And I'm not sure if you can create a filter for that sender, or if it just black holes, everything from that sender, which I can't do. Oh, that's right. You would, But I think in Maelstrom, you can also set up more specific filters. Mm. So anyway, that is, um, yeah, definitely, uh, it's, it's not, it's one of those things that's, we've already spent more time talking about it than the amount of time that it really, um, you know, takes out of my process, but it's mental energy every time because I want to figure out a solution for it and stop thinking about it, um, mm -hmm. whatever that is. And I do, and the solution cannot be, oh, well, just delete them when you see them because that there's, you know, unless I use it as kind of a focus of a meditation where I don't get annoyed when I see these emails because I've been breathing deep and ready to like, you know, be, uh, treat them with equanimity. Um, I'm just, they're just going to annoy me. So, well, then I think uh, that sounds like a, definitely a good solution. And it's, if you can't set the filter up in Maelstrom, you probably, I think we can set filters up in iCloud if it's coming to your, oh no, this would be coming to your Gmail. So I don't know oh, if you can set up rules in Gmail. That's true. Actually, just filter Gmail. It there. Gmail, I, I don't really use it um, the way that it's – like, I'm not a power Gmail user. I just have it come to my 
Apple Mail inbox and sort of treat it like regular mail. But Gmail does have a lot of uh, tools behind the scene as well. Um, actually, it would be an interesting thing um, for any listeners. I'm sure that many listeners have had the same problem. Um, and if you've come up with a creative and fun way to deal with this particular kind of spam that's not spam, uh, we'd love to hear about it. Absolutely. So, well, James, what else is going on with you in the world of email or other productivity uh, or other productivity categories? Well, we might as well stay on email since we're we're chatting about it. Um, yeah, the thing that the habit that I'm finding the most difficult to get into is not leaving some stuff in my inbox. Oh, yeah. Like, I know it should become an action, should get out of my inbox one way or the other, yet I have stuff that's been sitting there for a month. And again, I'm down to 27 emails, but there's like kind of like this, it's like there's like the, the, like the different layers as you're digging through the crust of the earth, right? There's the... There's the stuff that's brand new, and I handle that. And then there's everything from this email on down. It's like, oh, yeah, the stuff I have to do, but I haven't done it. And you kind of – it's there. You look at it, but somehow I haven't been able to get in that habit of moving it out. Um, And that's something I I think I've even mentioned in the last couple of episodes. That stuff's still there. Um, (laughs) So that's – something to focus on more. The other is I know in the past we've talked about kind of uh, like how I use a pending item folder for emails, Mm -hmm. which has been very useful for things like those online movie ticket receipts or, you know, you're going to some event, um, like I'm going to the Walt Disney Family Museum tomorrow for an an event. And um, uh, Glenn Keane, who is uh, animated – like was a Disney animator. Um, he animated Ariel in uh, the little mermaid, for example. So he's speaking tomorrow and Mm -hmm. um, which is, that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, But so all of the details of, uh, Oh, and the, it's not even being held at the museum. It's being held at uh, industrial light and magic has a campus there on the Presidio. Mm -hmm. Oh. And so sometimes when there's a bigger event for the museum, uh, ILM lets them hold it in their theater, which mm. is just gorgeous. It's done in like the arts and crafts style, and it's just this beautiful theater. Um, anyway, that's what I'll be doing tomorrow. That's fun. But all the details are in this email. And what I find is that having that pending folder is so useful for those events because um, then you know exactly where to go and – you know, there's five little emails in there and you pick the right one. Although I need to get in the habit of clearing out my pending folder after the event. Yeah. Because I end up with, you know, all this cruft that I should probably either throw out or archive. But it's just sitting there, um, taking up space, taking up mind share whenever I look in the folder. Yeah. So those are the things kind of going on with my email is uh, – and you are the you are the maelstrom 
person yes. in the podcast, whereas I've been using SaneBox, and I've been enjoying that very much. And maybe uh, not today, because I think we're coming to the, the end of the episode, but maybe a SaneBox Maelstrom comparison episode is in order one of these days. And I think that's a really good idea, um, because that will help me um, sort of you know, collect all my thoughts about why I'm still using it and versus, you know, the plan was to go back to Sandbox exclusively like you're doing, but I haven't, um, uh, I haven't wanted to give up Maelstrom. And, um, and again, it wouldn't be like a versus thing. It's more, Mm -mm. what are the benefits of each and, um, drawbacks of each and then pick the right tool for whatever your style is. Yes, I think that's a great idea. Awesome. And I think that's about all I have for this week. Okay, well, I um, think I have ranted about all those Gene McDonald's who get on my nerves in my (laughs) mailbox. So, And really, I'm sure if I met them in person, they'd be lovely people. So please don't take it personally if your name is Gene McDonald and I am getting all your Amazon notices. Yeah, I think this is a good time for us to wrap up this week's podcast so we can get back to getting things done. Um, You can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm, on micro.blog, we're at theweeklyreview, and on Twitter, we're at weeklyreviewfm. We'd really appreciate it if you would rate or review this podcast because it helps new listeners find us. And we just like getting the feedback and getting a sense of what you enjoy about the podcast and what we could do more of. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you got to do You'll think about them all Sitting down.